Good morning. Thank you, Andrew and Sadie, for that wonderful musical intro for this, uh, this gathering today as we come together to celebrate the presidency of Dr. James E. Brenneman. We have a great program planned for you this morning that will include some guest speakers and some comments from President Brenneman and a chance for all of us to share some fond memories throughout the day, not just here at Convocation, but also at the reception that follows and, and lunch this afternoon. And it's hard to believe, but this is your final convocation, Jim. So thank you for joining us. As we gather to acknowledge the significant contributions that Jim has made on campus throughout his 11 years as, uh, as president and in the 16th presidency of Goshen College comes to a close here as we wind down the academic year. Uh, this is just space for all of us to, to be together and to, to celebrate today. So. Um, at this point, I would like to welcome via video uh, a collection of greetings from friends from near and far that wanted to wish you well, Jim. And I've now asked that we cue the video for some, some greetings. Hey, Jimmy B, I'm stopping by to say thank you for all the work you've done at Goshen College, for making Goshen College a much diverse campus and an inclusive campus, which is more important. Uh, thank you for the work you've done for the Latinx community. Undoubtedly, Jim's greatest legacy has been and will be his deep desire to create Goshen as a Mennonite Anabaptist place for all, regardless of who you are or where you're from. Part of the impact that Jim Brenneman had on me was when as a student, I wrote an article about his life and uh, he welcomed me into his office and into his home and he conveyed this deep sense of honesty and integrity decency um, that showed to me that he's not just a good leader, but a really good person. I just want to thank Jim for that love and for that compassion and for that ability to um, celebrate with others in their joys and to also be part of um, the sorrowful times we may have had along the way. And I also appreciate the uh, leadership that he's provided for Goshen College and, and making Goshen College such a tremendous asset, not just to the Goshen community, but to the entire community, Elkhart County. Throughout his tenure, he has opened a wide door to the Latinos that has benefited both Goshen College and the communities it serves. Jim, I was introduced to you as a Bible scholar. I looked forward to getting to know you as a Bible scholar. Then you became the president of Goshen College, and now I have the joy of looking forward to getting to know you all over again as a biblical scholar. I appreciate so much for what you have done for the college and sort of put it on the map, really. Hey, Jim, uh, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for your integrity and social great role model that you bring to my kids. I, uh, it's been an honor uh, to know you and to work with you. I know God will have a lot of blessings for you and your family. Jimmy B, thank you so much. Thank you for dancing with us at Coffee House and thank you for giving me rights to Rotary Club. I really, really appreciate your willingness to be part of our lives. And we'll miss you very much and I hope you take my advice and go mountain climbing in Nepal after you retire. Jim, I just wish you the very best and I praise the Lord for the opportunity to work for you and to with you and to work with you. Whatever are in your future plans, I wish you the best. Thanks to you, I've had an amazing four years of undergrad and two years of grad school. 
Um, so thanks for all the work you've done, and I wish you the best uh, on this new journey to come. So it's not a goodbye, it's just a see you later and see you around. At this time, I would like to invite Phil Bontrager, uh, who's with us all the way from Archibald, Ohio this morning on behalf of the GC Board of Directors uh, to welcome Jim. Uh, Phil's service on the board actually spans the Jimmy B years, as uh, Phil will also be uh, leaving his service on the board this year as his term expires. So thank you for all you've done, Phil, and uh, please uh, join me for your comments. Thank you, Ken. In 1962, a folk music group, the Limelighters, released a song with lyrics drawn from the book of Ecclesiastes, and later that song was made popular by Pete Seeger. And though the song comes from what seems now like to be a very long time ago, the words and the music still resonate with me. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. In 2006, Dr. James Brenneman came to Goshen College as a president with a passionate purpose. It was the season. And while Goshen may not be paradise, I think it does qualify as being under heaven. It was the season for Goshen College to move beyond a place of familial comfort, for Mennonites to go to college and to begin the journey of opening the doors of the classrooms opening the doors of the residence halls to others, and learning how to overcome the obstacles that so easily can separate one individual from another. It was the season. Dr. Brenneman came with a vision and a passion for a new and invigorating future of what Goshen College could be and of what Goshen College needed to be. It was the season. Jim, this morning, on behalf of the Board of Directors and of the college community, I want to acknowledge and celebrate the vision you brought with you, a vision which you have nurtured and carried with passion, a vision that you have now inspired in others. With your leadership, Goshen College is learning, learning to cultivate strong relationships with individuals and organizations in the community. As others have said, Jim, you put Goshen back in Goshen College. It was the season. And I believe, perhaps most importantly with your leadership, Goshen College is becoming an Anabaptist college that embraces, that is learning from, and that partners with the Latino community to make excellent academics accessible. It is the season, and for that, we are grateful. Jim, you came to Goshen College with a passionate vision for what Goshen College needed to be, and it is the season for Goshen College to continue this journey under heaven. I want to thank you for your service and your leadership. Please join me in welcoming Dr. Brenneman to the dais for his final convocation as president of Goshen College.
Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Students, alums, current, former faculty, staff, presidents, board members, volunteers, distinguished guests, and family, I'm deeply grateful for your presence here today. <clears throat> Mis hermanos y hermanas queridos, muchas gracias por su presencia también. When I was invited to offer some reflections on my time as president, I was a bit nervous to do so, quite frankly. Looking back can strain the neck muscles, after all, and cause one to ask about the what-ifs and could-have-beens, or to remember embarrassing moments like forgetting any one of your names more than once, or uttering malapropisms in speeches like the time I mentioned someone wearing a Rolodex instead of a Rolex. <laughs> one immediate reflection for which I am always aware is one of the soundest pieces of advice my father gave me when I first set out for Goshen College sight unseen as a student many years ago. He said to me, Jim, whatever you do, try to do your best, and nine times out of 10, looking back, things will work will have worked out for, for the better one way or another. C.S. Lewis put it this way, isn't it funny how day by day nothing changes, but when you look back, everything's different? Perhaps so. Looking back, I do believe things at Goshen College have changed for the better. In my inaugural address, I commented on the psalmist's claim that life is short that our days like leaves of grass are too soon gone. As I reflect on how fast my time here at Goshen College has gone, I'm even more aware of the brevity of life in general and how too soon gone are the days of all the 16 presidents of Goshen College stretching back over the last 123 years. We who have had the honor of leading this great institution are perhaps most blessedly aware of our own impending oblivion. Ours is but one small blade of grass in a field of dreams, one stem, one branch, a leaf in an old, old maple tree whose roots run deeper and wider than any one individual or even a generation of individuals. Having said that, I don't want to leave the impression that I am less passionate in any way about the vision that I shared in my first visit to Goshen College as president-elect in November 2005. I like to think that I have relentlessly pursued that vision, a bit like the headmaster Albus Dumbledore at Hogwarts might have done, without the magical powers, of course. Lord, I wish I had some of those. I said then, and believe now, that the world needs Goshen College. Goshen College exists to pass on to a new generation, the grand and glorious values and truths articulated 500 years ago by a forward-looking, outside-the-box thinking group of people called Anabaptists. Even as we continue to invest in cross-cultural service around the world, I ask us back then to increase our attention locally, working closely with civic and business leaders in service to the surrounding community. I imagined a transformation of our city, our region, and our beloved alma mater that would, as I said then, encourage increased consideration of how best to make educational opportunities available to all. I asked then, are we ready to respond to the tectonic intercultural demographic shift in higher education that is taking place before our very eyes, especially members of our communities who live, play, and work 
across the street and right next door. I said, I believe we can. Si se puede. Yes, we can. Indeed, I said, we must. I've been motivated in part by the movement of the spirit described by the late great educator, pastor, mystic writer, civil rights leader, Howard Thurman, who taught and inspired a host of students like Martin Luther King Jr. at Morehouse College and thereafter. He wrote this, the movement of the spirit of God in our hearts calls us to anticipate a spirit which is yet in the making, to receive wisdom, and courage to dare a deed that challenges and to kindle a hope that inspires. In, if in my time here, God's spirit called us to anticipate a spirit which is yet in the making, to dare a few deeds that challenge and to kindle a few hopes that inspire, I am most grateful. I could be here all day describing so many deeds and hopes that have inspired me while here but I'm choosing to highlight only a few. If we have shifted away, as mentioned, from a mostly family-centered college to a vision-driven one, I hope it's because we anticipated a spirit yet in the making. If, when we agreed to a new vision a decade ago that imagined a Goshen College that would become, as we've articulated in our vision statement, a recognized leader in intercultural, international, interdisciplinary, and integrative teaching and learning, offering every student a life-orienting story, what joy it is that we are beginning to realize that dream as coming true. We have carried out that vision with tenacity and grit, transforming the Goshen College core curriculum, remember those days, 18 months of hard work to ensure intercultural competencies and outcomes while transforming our student demographic to a majority student body of color in the next couple of years. If Goshen College has helped shift the Goshen-Elkhart community conversation around diversity from that of benign neglect, even hostility at times, to that of a noble, economic enriching, attractive asset, then our vision of a, bright, a vibrant, inviting city and community as a truly great place to live is fast becoming a reality. If Goshen College has also in the process become closer to that beloved community that Martin Luther King Jr. imagined already back when he visited here in 1960, if we have become more Christ-like in our love and embrace of others, whatever their race, creed, or orientation, then dare we imagine, dare we imagine that there will be no past Goshen College greater than the Goshen College yet to come? I, for one, believe that with all my heart. In terms of our Anabaptist values, dare we insist now more than ever that every Anabaptist vision still to be written will grow out of the grander vision of our global awareness as people unbound from earlier monocultural narratives and Anabaptist visions of the past? The Institute for the Study of Global Anabaptism, one of three institutes established in the last decade almost guarantees by its ongoing research programs that the Anabaptist global community will be well served for years to come. In terms of our continuing transformation as an intercultural campus, and indeed as a driver of the economic transformation and quality of life in our region, I have no doubt that our Center for Intercultural and International Education 
will continue to lead the way as it has since its inception. If the vision of Goshen College is coming to pass, then as I said at the formation of what we called CITL then, Center for Intercultural Teaching and Learning, now the CIIE, it's because CIIE houses our very institutional soul. CIIE not only holds the moral authority to keep us true to our intercultural visit, vision internally, its strategic importance externally is gaining even more traction. Its work, mandated at its beginning, was to help our whole region and beyond in intercultural education. Goshen College with Notre Dame just last week uh, had a, a co-hosted a statewide conference on Hispanic higher education for the 31 private colleges and universities in Indiana. It was a wonderful event and only one recent reminder among many of Goshen College's leadership in the state in intercultural education and transformation. Here too, I believe, there is no past Goshen College greater than the Goshen College, which is still to come. If Goshen College has become a nationally recognized green campus, whose counsel was sought by the White House in preparation for President Obama's trip to the Paris Climate Accord meetings last year, then being a charter signatory of the American College and University's climate commitment, having formed Goshen College's Ecological Stewardship Committee, and having established the Institute for Ecological Regeneration has been well worth the countless hours and hard work, work resulting from those initiatives. Of course, in all of these efforts, Goshen College's mighty green machine the Mary Lee Environmental Learning Center helped lead the way in helping Goshen College gain that national recognition. All this gives me the greatest confidence in saying there is no past in Goshen College's environmental leadership greater than the ever-greener Goshen College still to come. When I look back, it's also the future I see, as you can tell. I'm so grateful for each and every person who has worked hard to help make our intercultural, inclusive, greening vision come to pass, not only in, the world, in word, but also in deed. Mistakes, well, there were plenty enough of along of, with those as, as well along the way. Former Goshen College President J. Lawrence Burkholder warned fellow Mennonites and others of what he called the limits of perfection. I think it was his way of saying that making mistakes is better than faking perfection. I hope that some of my mistakes have even been correct when judged by my conscience before God. On that front, St. Augustine wrote, Errore hominim providentia divina, which says God's grace works in and through human error. Or as Luther put it in his snarky way, God can even carve rotten wood, or ride the stubborn mule. Today, however, above all, is a Thanksgiving day in April. There's a scene in The Empire Strikes Back where the droid, C-3PO, is so relieved by the news that Han Solo survives being frozen in carbonite that it exclaims, oh, thank the maker. Sometimes even droids cannot help but give thanks. Perhaps by quoting a fictional droid, 
I underscore the truth that the greatest gift a liberal arts education can give anyone, be it metaphorical, literary, literal, or spiritual, is an ever-deepening lifelong sense of gratefulness. Like C-3PO, I wish to express my deepest thanks to all the makers and the divine maker of this wonderful, blessed institution called Goshen College. I'm most especially thankful for, for all those who have helped make Goshen College the intercultural campus it's becoming, whose near majority minority student body will soon reflect the actual diversity of our neighborhoods, the Anabaptist World Communion, indeed the biodiverse evolving earth as the maker and creator intended for it to be. For me personally, and by extension for Goshen College as its 16th president, Makers of the college's intercultural vision include the teachers and classmates of my first educational experience in the ethnically diverse Mennonite-related Sharon School in the heart of Ybor City, the Cuban Quarter of Tampa, Florida. A list of my makers would include the Alvarez, Canela, Dominguez, Esposito, Garcia, Horst, Lehman, Menendez, Souter, Tunyon, Valido, and Brenneman families of Ybor City Mennonite Church. In those crucial formative years, I never knew that church or school would not include all the varied people of the neighborhood. Indeed, it was a profound witness that I only appreciate looking back because it happened in the midst of a still segregated apartheid-like South. Without these makers, my spiritual development may have been severely arrested. My image of the possibility of a true intercultural Mennonite church and its colleges and universities stunted. To all of you, of my four parents and friends back there, thanks. I'm keenly aware of the truth proclaimed by the writer of the book of Deuteronomy that we have all, we have all drunk from wells we did not dig, lived in houses we did not build. For all those past and now present makers of Goshen College, Goshen College board members, faculty, staff, administrators, donors, our mayors, and other civic, business, and community leaders, my own band of brothers who I meet with monthly, and so many friends of Goshen College, and for known and unknown others who have supported me, but important, more importantly, embrace the vision of an ever-evolving Goshen College, thank you as well. Not to be overlooked are the C-3PO-like functions of a college, those inorganic technologies, machines, policies, systems, ideas, chances, indeed, all the various parts and their sums behind, beneath, around, and about us, makers all, all to be appreciated and thanked too. And of course, I thank my, my strongest allies and supporters, my extended family, I especially want to acknowledge my mother, brother, and parents-in-law who were with me at my inauguration but now have passed from this earth. To Dr. Terry, my life partner and friend, and Quinn, our son, thank you for being such great fans and helping ground me in a life that truly matters. Most of all, I wish to thank you students. You have been my deepest source of inspiration, motivation, rejuvenation and joy, hands down. Without you, without your bright energies, your will to learn, your pushback, your challenges, 
your enthusiasms, your amazing talents that every single year blow my mind and expand my heart, without you, Goshen College would never be. It's because of you, literally you, and all the future yous to come that I have no doubt that there is no past Goshen College greater than the Goshen College still to come. As I leave these years behind, I must add one additional person to the list of thank yous, the soon-to-be 17th president of Goshen College. Thank you for taking this noble calling. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not announcing anything. <laughs> I'm, as ex I'm as excited as all of you to know who that person is, and I wish I could bend the arm of our vice chair to give us a hint, but we'll wait. I promise to do everything, no matter what, in my power to make this transition the smoothest possible. I wish for the new president wisdom and awe and grace and joy and will pray and support the president in every way I can. I encourage each of you to do the same in the months and years to come. When I first addressed you as president-elect in November of 2005, I said then that the world needs Goshen College. I still believe that proclamation more than ever. But today, however, I would simply add, and Goshen College needs the world. The making of a liberal arts college so great as this will always include, as the psalmist also said, the world and all that dwells therein, whose many makers and divine maker are worthy of our deepest gratitude. Thank you all for coming. Thank you, Jim, for those inspiring words and a chance to renew our vision and revisit uh, the accomplishments over the past 10 decades in recognition for all the good things that have happened and progress that we've made as an institution. Uh, as you mentioned, extending Goshen College to the community has been very important, and we now welcome Mayor Jeremy Stutzman, uh, the mayor of the city of Goshen, to share some words and thoughts from our community. Well, thank you for giving me the opportunity to speak here today. Um, Goshen College, for many, many years, has been an incredibly important part of the city of Goshen. And we used to hear comments about that separation between the college and the city. And Dr. Brenneman, under your leadership, we don't hear those comments anymore. And you've taken this institution from being an important part of our city to an essential part of our community. So for that, we thank you. And, uh, I'd like to also just mention that I, I really appreciate um, the amount of work you've put into uh, not only working on diversity, but celebrating diversity and, and, and teaching so many people in our community that that's okay and that's a good thing. And Goshen has really come a long way due to the work of, of people like you and people, Mayor Allen Kaufman, and we are just so grateful for that. Um, I learned earlier, I had the opportunity last year to welcome the um, incoming freshmen 
And so I, I learned an interesting fact about Dr. Brenneman and I, and we both arrived in Goshen 39 years ago, <laughs> in 1978. So, <laughs> not sure why my hair hasn't turned like his, but. <laughs> um, Dr. Brenneman, you please join me up here. I do have something for you. It is with great honor that I get to present you today with the key to the city. And we, you are just a true servant leader and have done great things for this community, and we appreciate it. Thank so thank you. Every presidency is a team effort of family and friends. Being the spouse of a president is not an easy task as the job demands of long days, many nights away from home, and hosting guests take up much of your life. Dr. Terry Pink Brenneman has graciously served alongside Jim as an institutional leader who has taken active roles on our campus, including service on the Afternoon Sabbatical Committee, creating the Women's Leadership Council, and leading the Campus Wellness Initiative. She has participated in countless GC events with donors and friends of the college and has been a true ambassador for us internationally. Terry is a fellow Maple Leaf and has lent her musical talents along the way. Thank you, Terry, for your continued support that you've provided for Jim, your deep love for Goshen College, as you and Quinn have helped provide the necessary grounding for Jim to balance the demands of a college presidency along with the important roles of husband and father. It is great to have you with us this morning, and I now invite you to join me at the platform along with a longtime friend of the Brennemans, Stanley Green, to provide a blessing for Jim and Terry as they move forward into the next chapter of their lives. Well done, friends. Let's pray together. <clears throat> Our gracious and eternal God, we thank you that in every time and in every place you raise up women and men to lead the fulfillment of your purposes for your people. We thank you now for Jim and Terry, whom you brought to this place for this time. For all the seeds that were sown, we pray that you will bring forth fruit tomorrow, next year, and in generations yet to be. For every transformation effected, we pray that you will sustain and expand these so that the benefit may reach down through the years that children even now being born, may find 
blessing in what was initiated in this season of leadership at Goshen College. God is Terry and Jim take the next step in the journey of their lives. We pray that you will go with them to guide them into your purposes for their lives and that you will fill them with your joy, the reassurance of your presence And so we give you thanks for them. And now, in your name, we bless them. Jim and Terry receive a blessing from the South Pacific. Kia ora, my friend God, you are the wind. Come, blow in the sails of these my friends, that they may dance in the wind and skip all the way. Kia ora, our friend God, you are the sun. Come, warm their hearts with the reassurance of your love and the nearness of your presence. Kia ora, their friend God, you are the light on every dark and threatening night. Guide Jim and Terry into the safe haven of your care and protection. Jim and Terry go forth in the name of God and may the love, joy, and peace of the Spirit fill you for the road ahead. God bless you. As our time comes to a close this morning, I just have a few logistical announcements. Uh, We will be closing our convocation with uh, singing of the alma mater, led by Dr. Beverly Lapp, professor of music at the college. Uh, Following the event, we are all invited to participate in a reception, which will be just across the hall in the the fellowship uh, room. And everyone, uh, students and employees are invited uh, to greet Jim and Terry at lunch this afternoon, which will be held in the Westlawn cafeteria from 11 to 1.15. It was going to be a picnic, but I don't think the weather is going to cooperate for that, but we will have a picnic menu indoors for this afternoon. Uh, And while at the reception and at lunch, uh, everyone will have the opportunity to write notes of thanks, appreciation, and ideas for for Jim uh, at uh, following the event. So at this time, I would invite Bev to join us to lead the alma mater. Let's stand to sing and celebrate together as we close our our time this morning. We'll begin with the refrain.